0: Today we're going to explore the energy of August full moon and how you can bring compassion into your self-care when the world around us is feeling kind of chaotic and overwhelming. Learn simple techniques that you can start doing right away to grow your garden of love and compassion. We will end with a ritual focused on self-compassion for this full moon. This episode is short and sweet, but it's packed with tools to assist you. I'm your host, Trina Zaragoza. I'm an angel and shamanic practitioner, Reiki master, and intuitive. The August full moon on Sunday, August 22nd will be special, but it's also going to be a rare blue moon as well. We will be able to see the brightness of Jupiter and Saturn in the sky because it's going to be closer. This full moon is also known as the full sturgeon moon. It was named by the Native Americans because in the Great Lakes, they're full with aquatic life, and one of the biggest ones is the sturgeon. It's this large fish that you can find there. The spiritual energy of this month is personal, material, spiritual growth, and good fortune. You may have been feeling conflicted and almost on crisis mode that's draining your energy right now. This moon's energy is highlighting home, family, close intimate relationships in our lives. The opposing energy has been this battling for what you want versus what you need. Our emotions are being intensified. It's about learning to balance and use these emotions to increase our inner tuition. The universe is giving us this opportunity to see the truth in our relationship dynamics or the disharmony that's in our life so we can shift it, that we can move it into a different direction. This clarity is giving us a new path to bring in optimism and compassion. Living in this human experience, we've all built these barriers to love in order to protect ourselves from the human journey. This human journey is hard. It's full of pain. It's full of rejection, so many things, and so we built up this wall to protect ourselves. Especially now, the world is shifting from the old to something new entirely. Change is scary. The world around us feels unsafe. and even may be feeling like doomsday energy, like the ending. But literally, this is a time for spirit is asking us not to hide the protection wall, not to go behind it, but to embrace our lives and the outer chaos. When we are mindful of the inner struggles and the outer struggles, then we can move into an energetic pieces of kindness, compassion, not only for others but for ourselves. When we're more self-compassionate to ourselves, then that is reflected outwards. It's literally like a mirror that's going out to others. But the first piece is that biggest part of having compassion for ourselves having compassion and grace with our own inner parts of who we are. We are experiencing this through more connected relationships. We can experience this through physical health, less anxiety and depression. It helps increase this resilience to cope with the stressful life events like this pandemic, divorce, health crises, and even trauma that we may be carrying. When we struggle, it brings in feelings of suffering. This makes us feel like we're failing, we feel inadequate. It's super hard to be mindful and see the whole picture of all these lessons and what's going on. Not only do we not like what's happening, but we start to feel like there's something wrong with us because it's happening to us. And in a blink of eye, we can go from, I don't like this feeling, to I shouldn't have this feeling, to something is wrong with me for having this feeling, to I'm just bad and the universe does not care about me, does not support me, and that's why I have these feelings and that's why these continuing things keep happening to me. But it's really about we incarnated here on this physical dimension to learn and to grow. We have forgotten the big piece here. Our society, our food, the government, school systems, and other energies are literally made to help keep this amnesia effect and keep us from growing. Our memories of our true self are actually housed in our atoms. And we always tend to think it's housed in our brains. No, it's literally in the cellular structure of our body. And so that's why working with our energy bodies is so important. It helps us release that knowing. It helps us connect to it. Because it's within us. It's not outside of us. It's literally within us. We need to stop overthinking and move into this piece of ourselves so we can unlock that truth within. To believe that it's outside and, you know, in a different knowledge, a different religion, or with a teacher, all that. No, we are all connected to that source energy within us. Because we're from that source energy. And the more we work on learning how to connect that energy, the more you're going to become more in tune to your energy bodies and able to kind of ride these waves of chaos and disconnection in a different way than we do now. The part of learning this first piece is self-compassion. Hear that again. What is it? Self-compassion. We think happiness is a prerequisite for life. Everything that you create in this world tells us to be happy. Here's how to find happiness. Look at these happy people on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, magazines. You can be happy if you just did this. And we start striving for those materialistic things that really don't have a huge value to our soul, to our spirit. They may make us monetarily happy for that second, but we still are feeling like we're chasing something. I promise you, having a perfect body, having the admirations of millions, having endless bounds of money, being the smartest person on the planet, having that bigger house, won't fill in those pieces of happiness for you. When I worked as a hospice nurse, You know, that is one regret that I would hear people say over and over and over again. I wish I didn't work so much, so I would have spent more time with my family and friends. I wish I didn't have all these big goals and materialistic things, because I lost people in striving for that. I wish, I wish, I wish I heard over and over again on the, the hundreds of deaths I attended. Happiness is having peace within us. Even when there's change and struggling is happening all around us. Hear that piece again. Happiness is having peace within us. Even when there's change and struggling happening all around us. We right now are acutely aware of the never-ending shift of energy on this planet right here, right now. We can see the truth of the divisions, the wars, and we feel the separation from source in such a deep core way. The happiness is not a goal here. Our goal when we come here in spirit form is comprehension, is learning. The more you learn, the more you understand, the faster you will evolve. The more you will remember the next time when you return. Every everyone moves at their own pace. We get so frustrated because someone doesn't have the same understanding with us that they don't they're at a different place of their journey. It's about walking with them and cheering with them and talking with them and enjoying the different reflections of where they're at in your journey and where you're at. It's not about to cause shame or guilt. Absolutely not. You know there's other places out there waiting to receive your soul. Your evolved energy, but we got to finish the levels here first on earth. Right? We got to finish The pieces that we took on. There's other places that that do have that evolved awareness and consciousness. I was showing that very vividly in a vision. And some of the pieces I have to work on. And I have to work on the self-compassion myself. The biggest level is that self-compassion. That's where self-compassion comes in. We need to comfort and soothe ourselves for how hard it is to be here in a human being walking on this planet before we can move our lives into a more mindful way. You've got to be graceful and forgiving with yourself. You can't keep beating yourself up for repeated choices or actions and saying, okay, why am I doing these repeated choices or actions? What's driving that? And go to a place of grace with yourself. I always tell people, like, how are you walking in grace with you? How are you being compassionate and loving to you we know it's hard scary lonely lonely and sometimes just crappy here on this physical plane this acknowledgement does not mean spinning out of control with our emotions but that it's okay to have these feelings and express them and it's okay to feel like that sometimes i had people coming at me because i was having a bad day and well where's the happy-go-lucky trina I'm like, I don't feel happy and go lucky today. Today, I feel sad. Today, I feel angry. And it's okay for me to feel like that. To give myself permission to feel that and express it. I don't need to change and put on the outward appearance that everything is happy, joy, joy, go, go. Because it wasn't at that time. I was sad. I was angry. I lost something that was very dear to me. And, in that loss and in that grief, there was anger, there was sadness, there was disconnection. There was all these pieces. But the thing I did is I expressed it. I didn't let it sit in my in my body to let it express and see in a different way. I wrote it down it, I talked to my friends, I even you know went and set up a therapy session, so I could express it and maybe get a different view of to expunge it from my body, to not let it be there, not let it give it more energy than it needed to be. I have written a few letters to the universe and have expressed my anger for the lessons my spirit chose to take on to, quote, quote, evolve. When I'm done writing, though, every time I've done these letters, I'm able to see at the end of, you know, what is at the end of the anger, the sadness, the resentment, the loneliness. I can look for the places And pieces of gratitude. And the gratitude really looks like, how how am I growing from this? What are the blessings that have been placed into my life because this lesson or event happened? What people have leveled up with me because we're going through this lesson together? What are the gifts I'm taking away from this? What does this relationship teach me? What is the compassion for self that I am either building for myself or others with this experience even when i'm expressing that anger and that sadness that lonely i'm able to turn it back and look at okay where's the silver lining in all this and that's self-compassion self-compassion grows from that heart of mindfulness by acknowledging my true feelings and releasing them i'm sowing seeds of compassion for myself I'm making my garden grow beautiful. When we encounter suffering in our lives, it opens this door for us to explore compassions on so many levels. Compassions for ourselves, compassions for others, compassions for the situation. It helps us become more mindful and gives us the opportunity to see suffering with different eyes that are more loving, full of awareness and self-compassion. Be kind to yourself. Be in grace with yourself. The universe has given us an opportunity to become more self-aware by focusing loving kindness to ourselves. And then this is mirrored out to others. We honestly cannot express compassion for others if we do not have compassion for ourselves. Hear that. We cannot fully step into compassion for others unless we have compassion for ourselves. Choosing to speak to yourself in a tender, loving, nurturing, comforting way can start as simple as saying affirmations or mantras in your mind. Like when you're feeling uneasy, I am safe. When you're feeling really lonely, I do have moments of happiness. And remember those moments. Pull them in. When I'm feeling lonely, I list all the people that love me intensely in my life. When you feel like your body's giving up on you or... It's, you know, getting injured easy or something like that. You just, I am healthy. I am strong. These are the things I'm still able to do. I am choosing to live life with ease. When you don't feel like you're loved, think of all the things that love you. Is it your animals, your friends, your coworkers? And you say, I am worthy of love. And especially when you're going through a difficult situation and you feel like you made the wrong choice, I mean, that's just life. That's here in this human experience. Nobody's perfect. We are here to mess up. That is part of the soul evolution. And it's going to grace to say to yourself, I did the best that I can that I knew how to do. I did the best that I can that I knew how to do. And when you feel like this world is doomsday and apocalyptic, you have to look for the beautiful pieces in the world. And sometimes it's just literally looking out your window and seeing the trees and the birds and your your animals running outside. Or when the rain is falling from the sky and hits the ground and it looks like little music notes, you know, popping off the ground. The world is a beautiful place. Focusing on the other parts of it, the flip. you got to remember everything has its polarity. Everything has its opposite ends. And when we focus on one, we're giving way too much energy. And we focus on another, that's unbalanced too. It's learning to come to the middle. It's finding that balance within, in the center. It's actually learning to choose to see the love around yourself. And it's, these are rewiring your brain and your thoughts. And it's using the words, I am. I am powerful. I am are words of vibration, that shifts our reality. The words I am literally carry this intense energy of change. But change for that balance center. So think of it the weights on a scale. Literally helps you move that weights into the center of the scale that you want to be. Start working with the words I am. And see how these word, words mold your life and your mind. This is an adventure. This will take us on uncharted territory. Unexpected experiences will arise. It's self-discovery, self-transformation by moving into this compassion piece. Remember, this is a new process for some of you. And to go at your own pace and be graceful with yourself as you explore using those words, I am, using the words and being more compassionate, forgiving, and loving to yourself. Go in grace. Another way we can move into this is write down the good things about what's going on. If you're having a hard time seeing the good in a relationship or person, job, or event, I encourage you to sit down and write out the good pieces of that person, place, or event. Example, for your job. It gives you financial security, intellectually challenging. You learn new skill sets, brings work-life balance, gives you purpose in the work you do. You like the people you work with. What does it give you a different perspective on? And now, and if you're not able to come up with anything good that helps you support or nourish you, maybe it's time to look for a new job, or that relationship's no longer serving you. It gave you the lessons that you needed, and it's ready. It's time to let that go. This is not about staying in something that tears you down, not at all. Sometimes when we're going through these lessons, we can only see this the dark and bland, and we forget that the colors that are there. We forget to focus on those. So when I'm feeling frustrated for me, if I'm feeling frustrated with a relationship and I'm just focusing on the negative interactions or pieces I feel are missing, I write down all the pieces that are there, all the pieces that do have color, that do feel and nurture me. And it's amazing, it starts changing my thoughts and my feelings around that connection. Third way is think about how kind and complimentary you are to your partner, your friends. This is what I want you to be for yourself. You're a cheerleader for them. You got this. You can do this. You have this in the bag. Why can't you do that for yourself? It's time for you to do that for yourself. You deserve the same exact care and compassion that you give others to give it to yourself. Take a moment each day and I want you to write down three things you love most about yourself. And at first this is, you know, maybe a little bit of a challenge and then it's going to become easier the more you do it every single day. And then when that becomes easy, then I want you to look in the mirror and tell yourself three things you love about yourself. And it can start out something small and then you realize you're going deeper each time that you do it. You find this deeper reflection within yourself and say it out loud when we say things out loud it carries the vibration of sound and sound shifts sound moves it's that energy of transformation and so when we give it a voice out there it gives it energy it makes it powerhouse it's like amplifying it so use your voice when you're doing it too and another way to kind of shift the energy and vibration of like how you're, if you're angry with someone, because right now I can tell you it's bringing up a lot of angry with different views, different, not only political, but with the virus and and school and it, it, the list can go on and on. And it can bring up some anger in our bodies. So as soon as you feel that anger rising, I want you to sit down by yourself and take three deep breaths in and out. And then you're going to place your hand onto your chest, right into your heart chakra. And you're moving that energy into your heart space. Just intentionally focus on that heart area. And then picture them in your mind's eyes as a five-year-old. Pull them in. See them as young. See them as innocent, scared, confused, lost. And you're going to start to see that their actions are from a place of wounding, lack of growth, lack of self-awareness, and a lot of hurt. And you won't take it as personal. Again, this does not mean you tolerate abuse from anybody. It's just another way to shift the energy for yourself right here and now. To move into that peace of compassion when you're struggling in that, especially with someone outwards and especially in this time right now. A ritual that they was guided to was a self-compassion activity I want you guys to do. You're going to need a paper, pen, and a candle. And I want you to prepare your sacred space. You can do that with sage or incense stick, sound, bell, whatever that looks like for you to bring in that sacred space of love and light. And, you know, get it to that calm place. Light a candle that reminds you of your inner light and energy. So go pick a candle that maybe you're happy and joyful and you get yellow. Maybe you're very passionate and intense and so you pick red. Maybe you're full of, you know, music. You love to sing and laughter fills the air when you're around and you would pick blue. Whatever that color is to you, you know, green, are you a really giving, loving person? People just love your hugs. That would be green to me. Are you very intellectual and like to speak those and write and you form those words into your space? Well, that'd be crown. So pick a candle. Pick which one fits right for you. And you're going to get your piece of paper, and you're going to write out the numbers 1 through 5 on the piece of paper. And I don't want you to rush this next piece. I want you to write down five things you love about yourself. It can be anything, but try to focus on your list of the human being that you are and not the human doing. So what I mean, instead of saying, well, I volunteer for charity, I want you, I am compassionate for others down dig deep go into that reflection if you think you have a great butt write it down celebrate that we often shortchange ourselves for fear of appearing arrogant or selfish there's no space and energy for this here this is about truly moving into yourself and into that heart space of self-compassion for you and after you're done finished writing your five things you love about yourself either at the bottom or on the slip side of the paper, I want you to write, I am enough. I am enough. Because truths are even more powerful when spoken aloud using the vibration of sound, your voice. Say what you've written out loud and finish with, I am enough. Claim it. Own it. Dress it on. Make it yours. And since I'm asking you to go to a vulnerable place, It's only fair that I share some of my vulnerabilities with you and my list. My list is I'm confident. I'm beautiful. I am abundant in all aspects of my life. I am a good teacher. I am worthy of love and universal love. And I am enough. I know that I'm enough. And then close your ritual with gratitude. Give thanks to the many gifts and blessings and joys and heartfelt hugs and love in your life. How does that look? I can literally now picture as I'm walking in the door my dogs greeting me saying hi with their smiles and their wags and then when my son comes up the stairs he always gives me a big heart hug no matter time date or what he's doing he always hugs me and always walks away with mom I love you and that's always brings me joy you know my youngest one it's always gonna be a fist pump or a high five and some sarcastic joke but that's his way of expressing love so that's what i mean for the gratitude pull in those memories Pull in those pieces of what you're grateful for. And if you feel like anxiety, depression, and the doomsday feeling is just too much, please reach out and get support. When we go to a place of vulnerability, we think it's shameful or guilty. No, when we step into vulnerability, it's actually a strength. It's a shifting and a transformation of that energy around us. So asking for help or getting support and to get a different perspective on things is strength. That is inner strength. So some resources, there's two books I would recommend um, that I've really enjoyed reading and even doing the exercises in, How to Be Compassionate by the Dalai Lama. The next one is The Mindful Self-Compassion Workbook by Kristen Neff, PhD, and Christopher Griemer, PhD. This one actually gives you exercises to do. It's really great one to do for for compassion. It really helps give you, if you're a hands-on, want to do work to really move through this, this is a great workbook to work with. As far as other outside resources, if you're looking for counseling support, give you a different perspective, psychologytoday.com will help you find therapists local in your area where you can search even through your insurances, and the types of modalities that you may be looking for. If you feel like you're in dire need, there's a Colorado crisis line that you can call. They're open up 24-7. Their number is 1-844-493-8255. And I'll have this information. I'll have a PDF where you can download all these um, places that I'm talking about so you can find these places too. If you don't have health care, this is only for Colorado residents or you need a sliding scale, there's Community Reach, and it's communityreachcenter.org, or their line is 303-280-6602, and another great one is called the People's House, and it's peoplehouse.org, and their number is 303-480-5130. And these are only pieces of resources to help us. I want to hear your stories of how You stepped into self-compassion for yourself, how you started talking to yourself kinder and made your garden grow more beautiful. Because remember, you got to think of yourself like a beautiful flowering plant. If I sit there and not give it sun or water or loving, kind words, it will wither away and so will our soul. So I can't wait to see and hear the stories of how your garden is growing and ways that you stepped into self-compassion for yourself. Thank you for listening today. This podcast was brought to you by me, Trina Zaragoza of Altered Haven. For more information about me and the types of energetic sessions I offer, please visit my website at www.alteredhaven.com. I do offer long-distance sessions, so don't forget that. Check out my web store with intuitively guided products for protection and energy balancing. Please hit subscribe and join me on my other social media platforms for events, classes, and for more metaphysical musings leaving you with a little thought today faith is like wi-fi it's invisible but it has the power to connect you to what you need